Hello everyone, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the verse of the day. My name is Maxine and I hope you're having a lovely week. Your start of the week is blessed and favored and you are expressing the glory of God in every single endeavor in your life. Sometimes the glory of God doesn't have to be that magnified. But there are certain things that are little small excellences of God that actually manifest in your life. For example, the fact that you're alive, breathing, at peace and well. And so today the verse is from the book of Matthew chapter 7 and I'll be reading it from the Passion Translation and I will read from verse 24, verse 25, verse 26 and verse 27. Feel free to like, subscribe, and share so that we can actually have many people experience God, have many people have God revealed to them, spread the word of God, and spread the love of God. We're thankful for this platform. Feel free to give feedback, give us communication and ways to improve the platform. The whole agenda is to glorify God. Before we start, I'd just like to say a prayer. And in this prayer, I want us to just enjoy that we are signifying God in his spirit. It is written that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And so I just want to take this moment to praise God that he's a God of liberty. He's a God of freedom. He's not a God that holds down. He's not a God that holds captive. He's not a God that breeds fear and that breeds concern that things can only be done a certain way. And if you don't, you go to hell. This is a God who loves us enough to give us free will. This is a God who loves us enough to give us a choice. And so we thank you, oh God, that you're that spirit and that we worship you. And that's because we are worshiping your spirit of freedom, your spirit of love, your spirit of graciousness towards our life. We choose to worship you in spirit and in truth. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has appointed me to preach good things, good tidings unto the meek. The Lord Jesus has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty to the captive and have the glory of God open the prisons of those who are bound we praise god and we give him the glory god we thank you we thank you for your word we thank you for the presence of your freedom we thank you for the presence of your liberty you free us from captivity anything that is legal and illegal you free us with the blood of jesus you freed us with the ultimate sacrifice you have paid the price for our sins oh god we thank you we praise you we give a a holy blessing and we just want to say you are mighty give us our daily bread forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and so god we cry to you and say abba father For we have not received a spirit of bondage from you. We have not received a spirit of fear from you. You have given us power, love, and sound mind. We thank you for your freedom. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. You're welcome in this devotion. You're welcome in this platform. We worship you and we ask you to walk with us. Guide us, panel beat us, make us honor our scars. 
for those scars shall give us power. Make us earn our scars. For let the will of God be done. Make us earn our scars that we surrender everything to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and I believe and I submit under his authority of his lordship and power and his resurrection. Hallelujah. So, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, 25, 26, and 27. These are the words of our Lord, the Passion Translation. Everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can be compared to a wise man who built his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rains fell and the flood came, with fierce winds beating upon his house, it stood firm because of its strong foundation. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. When it rained and rained and the flood came, with winds and waves beating upon his house, it collapsed and was sent and swept away. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is a very vital lesson from Christ. I love Jesus because he's teaching us principles in life. This is how God loves us. God doesn't, you know, hide things and, you know, he doesn't make things so complicated that we are unable to figure it out. Even if he says there are mysteries to the kingdom and we need to know them and learn how to open the keys to this mystery so that we can experience his glory. He's not left us hanging. He's given us ministers. He's given us teachers. He's given us prophets. He's given us apostles. We have vessels, shepherds after his own heart that are meant to herd the flock and teach them the word. So God doesn't complicate our lives. He makes the word available. He makes it available through man. And the most important thing is he makes the word available through the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is open your heart, your mind, your body and spirit to receive and you shall get it. After all, it says in the word, ask and you shall receive. And so here the lesson that Christ is telling us is that we need to have a firm foundation and he is the only firm foundation that exists on earth. He says, listen to his teachings. That means the different teachings that Jesus has had in the whole phase of the New Testament and through the apostles and through the Old Testament as well, giving us life lessons and principles that we can apply to our house. And our house is our life. Our house is our journey in this world in life. And so he's saying that if we learn his lessons, if we learn from his teachings, he's giving us a firm foundation for our lives to progress. And he's telling us in life, rain falls. In life, floods come. In life, fierce winds beat upon a house. And this is God telling us in life, you will face adversity. And the adversity comes in different forms. The adversity comes as rain, can be light, can deal with it. It can also come with a flood that can easily wash things away. It can come as a fierce wind beating different aspects of the house that can blow certain parts off. And it can make you shakeable. But he's saying in order for you to be unshakable, all you have to do is apply the word that he has given you upon your life 
so that your house, your life is built on him who is the rock. We tend to think that Peter was given the name the rock, but Jesus was saying that he is the rock that the church shall be built upon, not Peter. And so Christ is telling you he's the rock that you can build your house, your life upon. And with him as your rock, these adversities that life shows us does nothing and does not move us, does not shake us. And God is not a man who lies. God is not having to cook up a story to make you feel good about yourself or to make him look good. Let's be real. Jesus got tempted by Satan many a times. He went into the desert, was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And the desert is a wild wilderness place, a place of adversity. And the devil showed up in his most wicked, mo- weakest moment. And in his wickedness, the devil tempted Christ three times. And in those three times, Jesus overcame the devil. And the devil left him. Jesus resisted the devil and fled. And before Jesus resisted the devil, he had submitted himself to God. So recall the scripture where God says, submit to the Lord, resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. That's your solution right there. So God is even showing us through his own life example that he resisted the devil in his submitting to God and the devil fled and came for another time and season, came in the form of Peter, came in the form of Judas. The only time the devil appeared to have won was because there was a plan to make Jesus the second Adam in order for us to have our price paid. So God has shown us by example through his life. And so we have the capability from learning from God himself. This is a perfect opportunity. There have been so many similitudes in the word of God that has been in the form of Abraham, Samson, David, Joseph, Esther, Joshua, Gideon, Isaiah, Daniel. But now the New Testament comes with God himself. And God is saying, Instead of just looking at the Old Testament and learning from the Old Testament, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So everything you see me do, do. And it's the same way we're told, have the same mindset like Christ. So for you to be unshakable and unmovable by the adversities that life brings from people, our own circumstances, our own mistakes, our consequences to our actions and the manipulation, deceit that comes from the enemy, we have to have our spiritual life founded in Christ. And when Jesus is our rock, is our way, is our truth and is our life, we cannot be moved. So let this be a word and a challenge to anyone who's experiencing adversity and just feels like anything that reaches them just scatters. Anything that touches their hands just goes up in smithereens and anything they want to do just falls into um, destruction. And just remember, even though the thief comes in the night to steal, kill and destroy, Jesus 
brings abundant life. This is why I love the word of God. The word of God gives us life as it is. It gives us the truth. It tells us how nasty the devil is. And he doesn't tell us how nasty the devil is and the strategies of the devil. He tells us, I'm telling you, this is what the devil will do. But I'm telling you, this is what you do and what I'll do to make sure that the devil is reminded who is God and who are the sons of God. Please, if there's anything you will take home as this message, be encouraged that when you have Jesus as your rock, nothing will move you. Because there is a certain foundation that the rock of Christ gives. It oozes and exudes a certain power and a certain grace that when you walk in it and when you manifest it in your life, the gates of hell and Satan himself will start to say, wait, we can't come for this person the way we used to. It has to be another strategy. And and as they are forming this strategy, the spirit of God is in your ear and he's saying, watch out, Maxine, look out on your way because I'm your rock and I'm going to walk with you. Remember, Jesus conquered death. Jesus conquered sin. Jesus conquered the grave. And Jesus went into hell. He went into Hades and preached the gospel to the dead. And on the third day, he rose again, went up into heaven, and he was coronated. And he sits at the right hand of the Lord God, the Father that we serve. And he will come again to judge the living and the dead. The Jesus that we know right now has all power all authority, all dominion on earth and in heaven and in the spirit realm. So much as the enemy will try and fool you and make you think that he's in control, the one who's in control is Christ. And Christ is telling you he wants you to make him the rock of your life. I pray that today you'll say a prayer asking God to make him Jesus the rock of your life. Invite Jesus to your life. Invite him to bless you with his foundation, his teachings. And all you have to do is start praying. All you have to do is start opening the word. And it's not just to read the word and it's not just to hear what the word says, but open your heart to receive the word of God. Allow yourself to be persuaded and be convinced. I like the word of God because it's like a salesman who's coming to sell you a product. And when he's telling you, he's like, listen, I've got something for you today and it's wonderful, it's great. But I'm not just here to sell it to you. I'm here to show it to you and I'm here to walk with you and I'm here to reveal more as you receive this word that there are many things that you get as I give you the word. And it's not to bribe you or to tell you that if you do good things in life, God rewards you. It's an encouragement to show you that when you walk with the creator of heaven and earth, nothing, no one and no spirit can hold you back because you are walking with God. Be blessed. Have a lovely Tuesday.